This episode is brought to you by the Greenfish Guide Company. Greenfish Guide Company is a bass fishing guide company owned by Tyler and Nick Thompson, located in upstate South Carolina. Both Tyler and Nick have successfully tournament fished Lake Hartwell, Lake Kiwi, and Lake Jocassee for years. They offer four- and six-hour trips ranging from $350 to $475. All equipment is provided as well as snacks and drinks. They also offer informational trips to show you how to successfully tournament fish these lakes. Give them a call at 864-508-4241 or 864-549-6689. You can also find the guys on Facebook and Instagram at Greenfish Guide Company. Schedule your next day out on the lake with the Greenfish Guide Company and tell them the Power 5 podcast sent you. Welcome to episode number 43 of the Power 5 podcast. On this week's episode, we will be ranking the world's most iconic duos. Brant, Christian, and Colin are joining me once again this week. Fellas, I feel confident that when the world's most iconic quartets are going to be ranked in the future, I feel pretty sure that we're going to be in the conversation. What do you think about that? Boys to men. Ooh, I was going to say just the Power 5 pod, but, you know, boys to men. <laughs> ABC, <laughs> BBD, do what? Brandis threw us on the bus. Yeah, yeah. He no, no. Hey, we don't have we don't have multi platinum records. I mean, yet one day, one day. Yet. Hey, we will be talking a little bit about NSYNC tonight and uh, today in history. I mean, that's an iconic quartet. But yeah, man, duos tonight. Well, speaking of water runs dry, Colin, you had any uh, dry nugs lately? Uh, no dry nugs that I can recall, but. I hope to at least for Clemson, Carolina, have some dry nugs, maybe. Oh, hey, an iconic duo is chips and salsa for everyone except for Colleen. For Colin, it's chips and nothing. The iconic duo is Santitas and me. That's the duo. (laughs) Hey, do you really have Santitas chips right now? Uh, There might be some in there. You need to step it up, buddy. I mean, you you like a lot of camera. (laughs) <laughs> they're in his bed with them right now. Colin and Santitas. I think he's got the crumbs in his belly button right now. Like crunch, crunch, crunch. My, my chest here. Uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of which, man, on your chest, you're rocking the Power 5 podcast t-shirt right now. We, we need to send a couple t-shirt pictures out on the, the Twitterverse so we can get some people participating in our contests. Solid, solid t-shirt. I mean, it's one of those that, you know, fits well, is soft, it's you know, quality tea. What size, buddy? This is a large, I think. Men's large? Maybe <laughs> a women's medium. Hey, we did have a, a t-shirt giveaway for our top five Braves. And just to let you know, Tiger Pal Rachel on Twitter, uh, at RKJJMan17 is the big winner. So we'll be reaching out to Tiger Pal Rachel and getting that Power 5 podcast t-shirt to you soon. Shout out to Rachel, Tiger Power. Yeah, appreciate you participating. Well, gentlemen, we are recording tonight on November the 10th. You know, we like to go a little pop culture history. And today in history, we want to wish a very happy birthday to Mr. Sinbad, the comedian, 65 years old. He can finally qualify for that free tea at Chick-fil-A for the senior. The senior tea is what it goes by. Love some blank, (laughs) uh, some first kid. Sinbad. Oh, yeah. Great. Jingle all the way. I hey, mean, what was that Phil Hartman movie that he was in? Was it House Guest? Was House, it called House Guest. Guest. That's a classic. He yeah. pretended to be a dentist. <laughs> Those are the facts. Listen, yeah. if you want, in my opinion, one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time, and the dude is clean his entire act, which is which is pretty pretty rare, and he's just hilarious, man. I love him for a pirate named Sin Bad. It was fully clean. Yes, <laughs> I gotta go watch this. Hey, also, happy birthday, Tracy Morgan, fifty-three years old today. Oh yes, yes, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> I can't say that. Oh man. Hey, gentlemen, also want to wish a very happy birthday to the U.S. Marine Corps, founded November 10th, 1775. Hoorah. Love it. That's right. Super fine. Sesame Street, 52 years old today, debuted November 10th, 1969. 
Wow. Hey, Shout out to Big Bird, favorite? recently vaccinated. Oh, my God. That's all that. <laughs> oh, I in a war that. with Ted Cruz right now. Oh, man. Hey, y'all remember Snuffleupagus? That dude was Snuffleupagus. That's what my wife calls it. That's a Sesame Street character? Yeah. Collins, Is it Nick- the elephant? Is that the elephant? Yeah, like Annie, the shaggy right? monster. Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah, like yeah, a yeah, mammoth. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Is Sesame Street Disney? Nah. Nah. PBS. That's blasphemy, kid. PBS, yeah. ABCs and stuff like that, Colin. Counting to 10. You know, I'm not a cartoon guy, so I don't know. Really? I, I was expecting like a, a top five of cartoons with Colin here tonight. Bert and Ernie. Hey, Colin. They make the list. <laughs> Colin's favorite. Somebody's list. Right? Oh, I, I would think so. Rubber Ducky. Colin's Didn't they release some Cookie news Monster. about Bert and Ernie recently? I don't know that. <laughs> Did they, they say something about about they did. their relationship? Don't they have they a special did. relationship? Hey, right. we've got what we've, you call got, <laughs> we've got some iconic Christmas. They're going to get movies. together with Batman's son soon, and you, you just really never know what might happen. Hey, That's one bite, mean. everyone knows the rules. <laughs> We've got some iconic Christmas movies that came out November the 10th. Everybody knows Macaulay Culkin and Kevin Costner are the pod's favorite actors. Home Alone, the original, the OG, debuted 31 years ago, November 10th, 1990. November 10th seems a little early, but I like it. A little it. early, getting hey. that holiday buzz. Speaking of hey, buzz, only. this Christian, Friday on Disney+. Yeah. Plus, Did Christian. you hear the new movie? Hey, tell... Tell all of it? our listeners that they need to reach out to the buzz on Home Alone. And yeah, we're trying hey, if everybody to would reach out to Devin Rattray on Instagram, he's very active. His movie's coming out this Friday on Disney Plus called Home Sweet Home Alone, where he is the only original McAllister to star in the flick, oh. totally blasphemizing the original classic that came that's out 31 gonna, years ago. Devin, bad. I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. That's going to be bad. That's going to be not that movie's not going to be good. Yeah, Is it too early to to tell our audience that we're we're going to rank Christmas movies here soon? Can't I mean arguably the most hyped I've been for a ranking in a while ever since Chick Flicks. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's been like 9 months since Colin's been excited for a pot. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey, not only Home Alone released on November the 10th, but we've also got Polar Express Big Tom Hanks 2004. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Oh, that's disrespectful, man. Polar it's Express. It's an awful movie. I like it. I like more it. like Bipolar Express because I was it's... diagnosed shortly after the film released. <laughs> it's crazy. That's man. a terrible movie. Hey, iconic. Uh, I, I called In Sync a quartet, but they've got five, or they used to have five people. They <laughs> released their died. home, their home for Christmas twenty three years ago. I'm sure Brian hey, wore hey, that bad boy. Out. Merry I Christmas, really happy holidays. I use my sister as an excuse uh, of why I listened to it, but I really dug it a lot. Actually, that was listeners. Brand doesn't even have a sister. <laughs> Brand, didn't y'all have like the little spinoff band that tried to replicate them in middle school? No, we had a band, but it wasn't an NSYNC replica. I mean, when we a boys replicating. Band? Was no, it a man band? band? No, we were playing the boys door. band. Hell no, we were playing the doors and Leonard Skinner. <laughs> what are you talking about? Colin, <laughs> weren't you on the front row? Oh, come man. on, man. Come on. We were awful. What was the name of that band, Brent? Exit 39. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> exit 39, the mall exit. We thought we were cool. <laughs> That's classic, I don't know why man. that happened. It was great. Uh, That's classic. Hey, two hey. of those guys still making great music today. JT, which out Jacob what's the other one? and Doug McDonald. Oh, oh you were actually thinking about, about Jonathan Hibson. Taylor. Oh, we're talk- oh Justin Timberlake and that's the only AC Chazet. JT's the only one worth noting. Hey, Joey Fatone, man. Big announcer for what's that show? Um Bert and Ernie. No, man, the game show. We just family feud. Oh, he is? The he was. Guy? He was, really? yeah. Joey Fatone was a, not. He didn't host, but he was like the announcer. We've got the Smith family. Oh, oh, yeah, wow. He was, yeah, he was, was he the fat one? Yes. <laughs> or the Fatone? Yeah. No, he's a, he's the guy. He's like he was the, the husky. He's one. like the Italian with the goatee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. As a husky child, that made me happy to see ma- boy bands with husky ones with goatees. You know, it yeah, made you think there's both. a chance. Yeah, that's right. Last but not least. Today in history, back in 2012, November 10th, big Johnny Manziel leads number 15 Texas A&M 
to a big upset over number one Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Let me just yeah. say this. You know, recently, Brant, when we had our random questions episode, he said, hey, who would you who would you pull for? Maybe it was Christian. And I mentioned Texas A&M. I've had some second thoughts about that recently. Uh, I don't know. But I just wanted to say this. This is when Texas A&M had the most hideous uniforms out there under Kevin Sumlin. Had the old school stripe, like – not the not the horizontal stripe, like the vertical stripe on the sleeve. It was terrible. Y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty nasty. I actually heard that Kevin Sumlin painted his entire office black. Did you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. Did not. It was like Did Dwight not. Schrute. I mean, it was like a freaking crypt in there, bro. Mm-hmm. Is that the same year that they beat Alabama that they played Duke in a bowl game? I believe so. On New Year's game? Eve, because Colin yeah. was there with me at a uh, Whiskey River. Yeah. Oh, how about that? Got out in 2012. Remember that? Sugar Maze. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Impromptu shout out. Hey, never pretend. Today in history. Love it. it. Remember, remember the 10th of November. Am I right? I guess so. (laughs) so. All right. All right, folks. It's time for the Spice Logistics LLC podcast. Pick them. Be sure to give those guys a visit at SpiceLogisticsLLC.com or by phone at 678-882-0805. We absolutely appreciate them sponsoring the podcast. Pick them as we move into week 12. A little scoring update for you. Kevin and Christian are now tied atop the standings at what? Yeah, baby. They are Whoa. absolutely running away with it. I'm coming in with 22 and Brant at 19. How so, many points, Colin? I'm sorry. How many do Christian and I have? For who? Christian and I. Y'all have 31. Oh, gosh. Dang. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a runaway. Let's um, just shut it down. Good job, guys. Great season. <laughs> Wait, what do we win for this, being such good at sports? Well, you know, we did we did lay playoff tickets on the line that the loser has to buy everybody's playoff tickets. But, you know, unfortunately, we're not going this year. That's a lot, loser. Well, so, as a diehard Georgia fan, I would still love those. Brant, you better pony up. <clears throat> I will not be buying those tickets. <laughs> All right. We've got our Week 12 slate. Michigan State at Ohio State. Buckeyes favored by 13. We've got Wake Forest at Clemson and an ACC Atlantic showdown. That one's a pick 'em. Oregon on the road is a two-point favor at Utah. Arkansas at Alabama, the Tide favored by 24. And then Baylor, a touchdown favorite at Kansas State. Any questions on the games, fellas? Ready to pick. Why, Colin? These are tough. All right, well, Christian, why don't you lead us off? Why don't we do that since I'm so good at sports, except Kevin's inching back in. And speaking of inches, this Michigan State-Ohio State game, guys, you know, 13-point favorite. That's tough for me. Give me Michigan State. I think old K-9 Walker does a little bounce back, uh, doesn't let Ohio State cover. Uh, so that's Michigan State, old farty man. Uh, you know, pick them between old Wake and Bake Forest and, and Clemson. You know, I'm going to be at this game, and I'm going to roll Tigers on this one. I'm going to bet the house on it. Uh, Oregano versus the Utes. Man, I'm going to say Oregon gets this one done. Give me the old Mighty Ducks and old Gordon Bombay. Uh, Alabama and Arkansas, 24 points is a lot for this Whamma Jamma Bama team. Give me old Ronnie Pittman and the Arkansas Bulldog. <laughs> I mean, Sam Pittman, I'm sorry. And uh, give me Baylor. I barely know her. All right, Kevin, your picks. All right, give me Michigan State to cover that 13. At the horseshoe, I'm going to take Wake Forest just with my better judgment uh, against this Clemson team. Give me Utah to cover that two points at home. I'm going to say Arkansas can keep it inside 24 points and give me Baylor to cover that seven at K-State. And Brant rounding us out. Ohio State, Clemson, Oregon, Arkansas, Baylor. One more time, please. (laughs) With a little passion. Ohio State, Clemson, Oregon, Arkansas, Baylor. All right. 
and I have got Michigan State, Wake Forest, Oregon, Arkansas, and Baylor. So clean sweeps there for Baylor and Arkansas. So that'll be interesting to see. But that's a wrap for week 12 of the Spice Logistics LLC podcast. Pick them. All right, gentlemen, it's time to rank our duos, man. This could go anywhere. Looking forward to seeing what everybody's picking tonight. Tonight's order is going to be Christian starting us out. Brant's picking second. Colin with the third pick, and then I will be finishing it up in the four hole. All right, let's do it. Number five. All right, guys, best duos. You know, this is a good one right here tonight. You know, I could think of a lot of things that pair well with the Colin Thompson, but he did not make my list tonight. So, guys, I'm going to be pretty heavy on the movies and and TV shows just from a pop culture standpoint. Uh, you know, had quite a few in the music genre and, and even the sports genre, maybe even the superhero genre that are not going to make my list tonight, guys. So for me, you got to be able to think about this in my lifetime, 35 years old, iconic duos. You point them out, everybody knows who they are, and you really can't separate them. So coming in at number five for me is from the 1994 classic flick, Dumb and Dumber. Ladies and gentlemen, give me Harry Dunn and Lloyd Christmas, Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels. How's your burger? One of the classic, best iconic movies ever. When you think of those guys, if you don't think about them in the orange and blue suits, I don't know what's wrong with you. Classic flick, classic duo. Give me Mr. Dunn, Mr. Christmas coming in at number five. Um, I expected that one. I expected that one to be on your list, Christian. Well, good. I'm glad you know me. I think it's going to be on multiple lists. Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad to see that on the list right there. Yeah. Classic, man. Everybody knows that. No doubt so about you're it. saying there's a chance. This is a great movie. I like it. All right. Um, I tried to I tried to change it up a little bit, uh, or or not change it up, but rather have a duo from a couple of different things. So music, movies, sports. Just tried to mix it up. And then this one, I'm not so sure it's number five, but I wanted to get it in because I know for a fact it will come back around. So I wanted to beat everybody to the punch. It's Brennan Huff and Del Doback. You knew it was coming. Step Brothers, one of the greatest movies of all time. Certainly one of the top ten comedies of all time. So coming in number five, Brennan Huff and Del Doback. He'll say that. One of the best movies. My favorite movie of all time. So best believe you might be hearing those gentlemen again. You know, like when they go interview together for those jobs, you're like, just shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Are you saying Pan or Pam? It's like calm, palm. Love it. Christian, why are you working in health? I, I have mean, no seriously. idea. I'm trying to get out. I mean, hospital. Hired? Yeah, exactly. All right. Coming in at number five for me. Well, let me let me say that I, too, tried to have representation from, from a couple different realms. Uh, it was difficult not to get sucked into to movies and television. But I did manage, uh, you know, to, to get some representation elsewhere, which leads me to my number five pick from the sports world. I don't think you can, you know, mention duos without mentioning Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Just, you know, iconic uh, duo of 90s basketball. What I was shocked to see, uh, I had kind of laid out my list earlier, but I, I reviewed a few things to pull in, you know, some facts. Today, it's apparently broke, uh, stories broke that they are no longer on speaking terms, Ooh. I guess, after some, some et- excerpts of Pippin's soon-to-be-released memoir has leaked, and it's not good between those two anymore. So, <laughs> I heard Rashad McCants is, like, coming at him, too, or something. Literally happened about 10 minutes before we logged on tonight. I saw interesting. that article. Yeah, that hey. is interesting. I hadn't heard that. Hey, still ballers, though. The ultimate NBA ballers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jordan Pippen, great great pick. pick. Iconic. All right. So my criteria tonight, I had – I ended up making a list of about 11. I could have probably put like 30 on there. But ultimately ended up making – the five that made my list were just recognizable pretty much worldwide, I I feel. 
things that are extremely familiar in pop culture and I don't know, man, just, just go perfectly together and have a, a long history with each other. So I've got some sports, got some music, got some movie stars, got all kinds of different things on my list. But coming in at number five, we've got none other than Mr. Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider in 18 movies together. Don't know if you guys know that. Most recently, they were in a movie called, let me see what that thing is called. I've not Kirby Halloween. It. Sandy Wexler, I think is one of those Netflix Sandy movies, Wexler. but going all the way back to The Waterboy in 98, Big Daddy, Deuce Bigelow, Mr. Deeds, The Hot Chick, 50 First Dates, Click, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, Bedtime Stories, Grown Ups. I mean, we could go on and on and on, but Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider and Guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but, you know, Rob Schneider, Sandler, David Spade, Chris Farley, Chris Rock, all these guys are on SNL together. And apparently there's a conspiracy theory out there that they had a pact that if one of them made it big and it happened to be Adam Sandler, that the guy that made it big was going to take care of everybody else and let them co-star in the movies. And that makes a lot of sense just to kind of kind of spread the love because, uh, I mean, that was the SNL glory day. So I thought that was a pretty cool little little tidbit there. But number five, Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider. That was I a like good one there. That would like, they, they're deep. I mean, they got a lot together. I like that you, you kind of just took them as a duo with all the movies. I like that. Yeah, I was not expecting that one. That was a good one, a deep cut. Very nice. Number four, coming at number four for me, going to take it from the big screen to the small screen. Uh, one of the most iconic television series, in my opinion, of all time. It is my favorite TV show, even dressed up my little child around Halloween as this character in her yellow jumpsuit with her blue jello. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr. Walter White and Jesse Pinkman of breaking a bad, not only my favorite show, but that tandem together, you got the teacher, the student, you got the, you know, smart family man versus the guy who's just out here, you know, dealing drugs. You put them together, uh, a teacher is still a teacher and, and Pinkman becomes a student. And I, you know, it's one of those shows where, you know, it is what it is, you know, the theme of the show, but I love it. Hands down, iconic duo, Ladies and gentlemen, Walter White, Jesse Pinkman, Breaking Bad, coming at number four. Respect. Yeah, I, I didn't I, consider them. Yeah, I didn't even consider them either, but a classic duo, man. People. They are, for sure. People that pay attention to TV definitely know Breaking Bad. Christian, you being the, the guru that you are, I happened to see something today that I did not know for – what's Jesse Pinkman's real name? Aaron? Aaron yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on Van Wilder. Gosh, what's his name? Aaron. Gosh, I know his name. You know what I'm talking about. But anyways, did you know that he was on The Price is Right? I saw that. He was wearing glasses. He was like a nerd, right? Yeah, contestant on Price is Right. Yeah, won some prizes. How about that? Aaron Paul. Yeah, that's it. Aaron Paul. There it is. Classic. No relation to Rand or Ron Paul. Maybe. Love it. Love it. Maybe. (laughs) You never know. All right, coming in number four for me. It is an iconic hip-hop duo formed in 1992. It's Andre 3000 and Big Boy, Outkast, one of the greatest duos of all time. I mean, just, I, I, you know, I don't even know what else to say. Just one of the greatest combos, great albums. Uh, 96, AT Aliens, uh, Quimini, Stankonia, just a, mm. a deep. They oh, yeah, Just an iconic duo. I had to come in at number four. Impossible to to hear an outcast song and not just get hyped and sing right along. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you you got them on there, man. They were on my cut list, didn't make it, but they were right there on that that threshold. Oh yeah, love the little if, bombs over Baghdad. Oh yeah, game warm up. That still hits. That, but yeah, I'll say if I had to pick between two iconic music duos that were on my list, and I'm not going to, but it was Outcast. And it was Hall and Oates, and I just couldn't choose, fellas. Pretty much the same oh, genre. Nice. I like it. I like it. Coming in at number four for me, I've got my lone musical selection here. If you grew up listening to country music in the 90s and 2000s, you absolutely have to have Brooks and Dunn on a list. I mean, 
Ronnie Dunn and Kix Brooks together produced 20 number ones on the hot country charts, founded in 1990, ran initially initially through 2010, took a little break there and have been, um, you know, touring together again since 2015. But tough to beat a little Brooks and Dunn. Love it. I, I wouldn't expect any less. I knew they were going to hit the list. Uh, Colin, hit us with a little something special from Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, I don't think I've got that. I saw the light. I've been baptized. baptized. Fire in your touch. Come on, Colin. Y'all got it. Y'all got it covered right there. In the neon moon. Man, love it. Hey, Brooks and Dunn, come on. I mean, good stuff. All right, coming in number four for me. Big shout out to pod listener Butch Morris, good friend of mine. We've got Wayne Campbell and Mr. Garth Algar played by Mike Myers and Dana Carvey on the SNL fame and also got two or three movies. I can't remember uh, which ones, but man, love me some Wayne and Garth. Wayne's World, the movie. Hey, guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but when Mike Myers pitched Wayne Campbell to Lauren Michaels on SNL, Dana Carvey at the time was a bigger star than Mike Myers. And so SNL did not want to let Wayne Campbell just be a solo character because the original pitch, it was not Wayne and Garth. It was just Wayne. And so they wanted to stick a big star with him. So they get, they got Dana Carvey to play Garth Algar. So Wayne's world, Wayne and Garth iconic duo. Oh, another cool. If if you guys have seen Wayne's world, the movie, Colin, have you seen Wayne's world, the movie? Maybe once. So do you remember the scene at least where they're singing the Bohemian Rhapsody by queen in the car? No. Colin, come on. I mean, just a fantastic scene. When we finish recording, you need to YouTube and watch that. But anyways. Send it to me and I'll think about it. Hey, classic, classic scene. So apparently the Wayne's World movie producers wanted to use a little Guns N' Roses for that particular scene. Mike Myers, the guy who plays Wayne Campbell, is like, no, we got to do Bohemian Rhapsody. He just, you know, is sold on Bohemian Rhapsody. This is what we've got to do. Apparently threatens to quit the movie if they don't use Bohemian Rhapsody. So they're finally like, fine, whatever. You, we can use that if you're going to, if that's what it takes to keep you on the movie. So luckily they did that. And uh, <laughs> good man. call by him. Good yeah. call by him. Yeah. yeah. A great story. Great, great background on uh, Dana Carvey and how that all happened. That was yeah. church really lady. Cool. I, I, yeah, I mean, that. Mike Myers, let me ask you guys, if it wasn't for like Austin Powers and Shrek, would you say his career was kind of a failure? Like that's it for him. Those two, th- maybe at Wayne's World. Hey, so, I, so I married an Wayne's axe murder. Oh, so I married an axe murder. But like when he hit the love guru, he hit a wall. Like you can't hire Mike Myers right now. You can still hire people like Adam Sandler. You think he'll come on the the pod? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Isn't Mr. he the guy from those Halloween movies that kill people? <laughs> I mean, Austin Powers is is huge though. Oh yeah. Man, he, he's not he's not he doesn't have a deep list like sandler with like 30 movies but I mean, can i tell you something stuff. funny when i was in like middle school i convinced my church youth group local lutheran church to go see the spy who shagged me in the church oh, band <laughs> and we yet. saw it too and we all repented hey if anybody has listened to 43 episodes of the pod by now nobody is shocked by that <laughs> nor should they be I'll allow it. Number three. All right, y'all. Coming in at number three, for those of you who know me, who have listened to the pod, you might expect this to be a little bit higher. I'm going to take you back to the 90s, to my favorite 90s show growing up. Uh, these two characters uh, couldn't be more opposite. You got the one kid, you know, perfect little family, curly hair, Phillies fan. You got the other kid living in the trailer park, leather jacket, you know, looking like a young John Stamos out here. Every time he flipped his hair, the girls went wild. Ladies and gentlemen, if you weren't watching this show Friday nights growing up, either you were too old or you were living under a rock. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Corey Matthews. It's Sean. It's Corey and Sean. It's Boy Meets World. Ladies and gentlemen, name a better pair. Drop the mic. Topanga! I'm surprised it's as low as it is on your list. I kind of pegged it as, as your one. 
I think I'm going to surprise you with one because one for me actually is going to give you a little hint into why I'm in healthcare today. So just stay tuned for that. But yeah, a little Sean Hunter, a little Corey Matthews, you know, I mean, you could have said Corey and Topanga, but for me, Corey and Sean, ride or die bros right there. Honestly, I have hit up both of them, Mr. Ryder Strong and Ben Savage to join the pod. And I will shamelessly continue because what are they doing right now? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. All right, coming in number three for me, I'm going uh, as different maybe as anybody. I don't know if anybody else will pull any podcast duos in here, but I'm going with Pardon My Takes, Barstool, Big Cat, and PFT Commenter. Uh, Just a great duo. Yes, yes. Great duo. I mean, just one of the greatest podcasts ever produced. Um, Just funny, just I mean, they're just anything that they say or do becomes like instantaneous pop culture. I mean, just just a great duo. So I had to throw them on the list here at number three. I like that. I did not see that coming, you know, that type of inclusion, but big fan of that. I like that. Yeah, I like that off the grid stuff. All right. Coming in at number three for me, this is where I really start to to shift gears and, and really dial it up. Uh, for folks that have listened to some of our previous episodes, this should come as as no surprise. But I'm going with the iconic duo of Tim Taylor and Al Borland, hosts of Tool Time, uh, <laughs> you know, lead characters on Home Improvement. Man, it doesn't get much better than that, especially if you're a '90s kid. That's a great duo. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about those two, but <laughs> I am now. Call. You know, we've talked about reaching out to Tim Taylor before, or Tim Allen, sorry, but I have yet to do that. Maybe tonight's the night. Tonight is the night, day one of the first, the first invite to Tim Allen to join the pod. I think it's going to, it's going to mark it down, mark it down. All right. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. My number three has yet to be mentioned, and it is the iconic duo of Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Four championships together going all the way back to the Patriots and recently with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, They played together first back in 2010 when Big Gronk was drafted by the Patriots. They have maintained friendship throughout this entire time. And um, not only just professional winners, man, but enjoy hanging out together. And so just an iconic duo. I associate them together. Man, they just just winners. What more can you say other than than that? I mean, those dudes, all they do is win, 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 no matter what. Number three, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Didn't I like see that. that. Didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming either. I thought you might have said Brady and Belichick for a second there, but I like that one. That's off the grid for sure. Yeah. Oh, Gronk Daddy. It's a good call. Number two. Well, coming at number two, uh, this couple, if you want to call them that, duo, has already been mentioned tonight. I had to mention them again because that's just how epic I believe they are. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Brennan Huff, Dale Doback, Step Brothers. You could actually go as far to say Will Farrell and John C. Riley. So let me do that because I think you can take them even to Talladega Nights. You really can't take them to Holmes and Watson. That was a disgrace of a flick. I still watched it though. But anytime you pair up Will Farrell, John C. Riley together, uh, you know it's going to be a good time. But the iconic Duff and or Huff and Doback Step Brothers, like Brant said earlier, prestige worldwide. Uh, it, it doesn't really get much better than that. Don't touch my drum set. Don't touch it. Yeah, has to be on the list. Iconic, no doubt about it. Number two. All right. Love it. Love it. Love it. Let's see. Coming in at number two for me is going to be, this is a little bit off the grid and and they don't have a ton of stuff together, but what they do have together is iconic. It's Dave Chappelle and Charlie Murphy. When you think about the Chappelle show, you, you gotta, I mean, if you're talking about the four or five best clips, most of them have Charlie Murphy in it. You have knee high park, you have mad real world, you have the player haters ball. And of course you have Charlie Murphy's true Hollywood story with Prince. I mean, just iconic. So I just, you know, I I threw it in. Uh, It was actually uh, full disclosure was my number six. I scratched dumb and dumber and pulled them in just to, just to change it up a little bit. So 
So yes, Charlie Murphy and Dave Chappelle coming in number two. You know, I feel like people that listen Love to it. podcasts are going to appreciate some off the grid picks like that. So I like it. Get off my couch, man. All so right, good. number two for me, and and these these top three, man. I mean, they were on there from the moment we discussed this topic. I'm just not sure where this world would be without this duo, especially, and I, and I guess it's probably a national thing, but especially in this part of the country. Andy Taylor and Barney Fife. I mean, what a great duo. Co-workers, best friends, cousins. I mean, just what a what a better time. Are they cousins? They are cousins. I found that out. I didn't know that, but I did find Interesting. out in our research. <laughs> did not know that. You always learn something new on the Power Five pod. Hey, I got a hot to do. The I more a, you know. I got a hot take here. Don't. Don't I don't. Do I don't like the don't disrespect. Really, I don't like it. That's di- that is can disrespectful. I, can I make this argument, Colin? Though that the black and white episodes are better than the color. That's one hundred percent fact. No one Thank would dispute you. that. Okay. Barney and Otis are funny, but you know, and I'm you know, I mean, obviously, there's some life lessons. It's an in American class. Ernest T. Bass, Ron I don't Howard. Like it. I don't like it. Yeah, Aunt Ron B. And yeah, I mean, it's I just, know it's I know it's disrespectful. I'm just hey, this is a moment of transparency, fellas. Sitting here drinking beer, talking cod, amen. Brother. I respect I respect the fact that you're going against 99.9 percent of America with your take there. I know. My hey, bad. Kevin, let me know how the NBA action is tonight out there in China. <laughs> hey, if you're listening, throw it out there on Twitter if you agree with me. If you don't like the Andy Griffith show. If you're listening to anything about China, that was Dave Portnoy with a P. Crickets on that. Listen, no one's going to go out against Sam. We need hey, to do listen. a poll, and I guarantee you the poll is 95% or more people like it. Oh, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I'm one of the few people that, that don't care for it. Yeah, I'm with you. I get it. All right, man, this could potentially be like an airhead pick when Christian drafted those first on our Halloween <laughs> candy episode. This could potentially be like a Chip Gaines type pick when we were inviting our dinner guests. You know, it, it just another moment of transparency here. That was, you know, I was heavy into reading at that time. I did not include Eddie Vedder on my list. Scratch that. Eddie Vedder deserves to be on my dinner guest list if you want to go back and listen to that episode. Just scratch out any of those other guys throw in Eddie Vedder somewhere and, and and you got it. But here we go. Number two, iconic duo, Colin, this may be more off the grid than Brant's pardon my take podcast duo. You ready for this, Colin? And I know you love it. I know you love it. Big guy. We're coming in with milk and cookies. Okay. Absolutely. Classic. (laughs) duo. Hey, listen, what are you, what are you giving Santa Claus? What are you giving him? Christian? Celery and a, a mad dog. Hey, that's for Rudolph. Oh, that's, my for, that's for Rudolph. So I'm probably going to give him milk and cookies, Kevin, giving, if you're being honest. You're giving the fat man some milk and cookies. And you know what? There's nothing that pairs better with an Oreo than a cookie. There's nothing. I mean, just give me a glass of milk. <laughs> oh, wow. An is Oreo it an Oreo, a, a cookie, or is it an Oreo? Oh, I think nothing that pairs better with a chocolate chip cookie than a glass of milk. Colin, I know you love the whole milk. I'm going to skip the whole milk and go 2%. I mean, that's that's fine. That's Listen. Another <laughs> shortcoming you have, but either way. Colin likes his milk like cottage cheese, real thick and chunky. Ooh. That's like, what is that called? That's uh, it's that non-pasteurized milk. <laughs> yeah, it? it needs to be blessed by the you, pasture. Shout out to the, the pod the father, Mr. Rabbi. You can get that chunky milk at Whole Paycheck if you want to go get it over there. <laughs> Made with real feta. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Raw milk. That's what they call it. Raw milk. Yeah, you can pass on that. Oreos don't deserve to be dipped in raw milk. Just 2%. Kevin, do you do you take the Oreo, you know, lick the cream, eat the cookie by itself? If you're dunking it in milk. It? No, if you're dunking it in milk, you keep that junk together, man. Really? How, do you like the golden ones, or are you a simply traditional guy? Traditional. I don't want those. Or I don't want the golden Oreos. You know the golden ones taste good if you dip them in cheer wine and get diabetes. Shout out to diabetes. Hey, Dilworth probably likes that. I mean, what doesn't Dilworth like with cheer wine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freedom. All right, number two, milk and cookies. 
bring off the grid. I like it. I'll tweet this guy. Number one. All right, guys, we're all the way at number one. And I can tell you, you know, from my list, you guys are going to know, okay, this guy, you know, definitely is sticking with TV, with movies. Uh, You know, I'm I'm leaving sports off the table, leaving music off the table, even leaving some iconic cartoons off the table. And so coming at number one for me, uh, this is a show that had a really long run. Uh, It's a show that started in the early 2000s. It's the reason that I got into healthcare. It's the reason I'm still in there today a solid 14, 15, 16, 17 years later. Ladies and gentlemen, the show is Scrubs, and the duo is JD, Dr. John Doran, who is my role model, who I have a Funko Pop at my desk at work, and Dr. Christopher Turk, also known as Turk, played by Donald Faison. So that's Zach Braff, Donald Faison, JD and Turk. Eagle! If you've never watched Scrubs, Please do yourself a solid. One of the best shows of all time. Iconic duo. Number one, JD and Turk. Hey, milk and cookies is better than that. It is. They are sometimes referred to as milk and cookies. (laughs) Colin agrees. I love it. Colin, you've actually watched the show? I have not. Then you can't say that. You're off the pot. I can confidently say that milk and cookies is better than whatever that was. Thank you. (laughs) I hate you guys. This is the night that I retire. Goodbye. Oh, man. (laughs) One of the guys from Scrubs is is hilarious, but I've never seen Scrubs. Wow. Christian, in all honesty, man, I've not seen it either, but I was talking to one of my coworkers today, and I was like, man, you're so busy. There's no way you're watching anything on TV right now because he's getting his doctorate, and he's like, well, honestly, yeah, I'm not watching anything new, but if I need to have something on in the background, I throw on Scrubs episodes. So there we go. Somebody somebody else is watching it. Thank you. Listen, it came on. And that is Jonathan Scribner, by the way. Oh, Scribner. He's a good man. Listen, he can come on the pod, back me up. And also it came on before the likes of shows like The Office, things like that. And so if you watch it, I mean, it's that funny. I mean, it's in the same kind of vein as all those shows. So I know some of you on here probably hate The Office. You hate little children. You hate the zoo, Disney World, the sunshine. But check out Scrubs. The sunshine. I have to check it out. I like it. All right. Coming in number one for me. It is the best duo of all time. Taking it sports here. It is a three-time champion back to back to back. It is Shaq and Kobe. One of the most fun duos to watch. Uh, A dominant stretch just a fun stretch when I was in high school, they were, they were as good as it got in NBA basketball. They drew you in as fans. Um, so number one, Shaq and Kobe, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Brand, did you pick. have any Laker gear? No, I never had any Laker gear, but love, just love Shaq. And, and Kobe is just cutthroat, just, just an absolute killer on the court. One of my favorite guys to watch. Had you have become a, a hardcore Hornets fan by then? I was a Hornets fan, certainly, but I don't. Uh, that was all like when I was really young, before they left Charlotte. Yeah. Um, so I mean, th- this was in you know middle school and high school. It was Kobe and Shaq from '96 to 2000, 2004. So that was it for me, Shaq and Kobe. That's a great pick. I mean, I think it was definitely on my list. If I would have gone like one thing from each genre, mm-hmm. I almost think it it tops you know, Jordan and Pippen with the recent news of their demise. I mean, we know Kobe and Shaq had beef, but, you know, it was squashed. Hey, they, yeah, they worked it out. They worked it out. So, Hey, did y'all see the recent news with Shaq talking about he's not he, – he doesn't want to be considered a celebrity right now? Have you seen that? His kids, he's like, you're not rich. I'm rich. Yeah, yeah he, right. that was hilarious. He, he's got his own podcast now, and he was basically like, I ain't no celebrity. Don't consider me, you know, don't consider me a celebrity. Those people are crazy. So, yeah, <laughs> what do you guys think of Adele's <laughs> new look? Is she hot now? <laughs> I hadn't seen her. I hadn't seen her. I haven't listened album. to the new songs. Hello. There's only it's one me. That's out. It come, the, the album comes out like next week. So the reason I brought her up is she dates the agent, Rich Paul, who's like all these basketball players' agents, and she's always sitting courtside at the Lakers. Oh, but God. my wife was like putting her makeup on the other day for our child's birthday party, and she's like, do I look like Adele? 
And she like showed me a picture of her. I said, Adele now, or like, you know, eight years ago. (laughs) And so we're getting a divorce. I was really curious how we went from Kobe and Shaq to Adele. I appreciate you bringing that full circle there. Milk and cookies, baby. Milk and cookies. I bet Adele likes some milk and cookies, don't you think? Not anymore, dude. She's on that low carb. Hey, hey, they make low carb low carb cookies. Oh, you better not be eating them. Almond milk. Is that low carb? <laughs> All right. Number one for me, hopping on the, the humor train here. It was clear cut from the beginning. Just impossible not to have this duo number one i'm going with jeremy gray and john beckwith stars of 2005's wedding crashers played by vince vaughn and owen wilson doesn't get any better man it's really hard to think of a movie where where there was better humor together than those two can you give me a a quote a lock it up ouch ouch you lock it up lock it up lock it up the, you lock it up. The painting was a gift, Todd. I'm taking it with me. <laughs> there it is. Yes, Can it I is. be honest with you, Colin? If you would have just said those two names, Jeremy, whatever, and not referenced a movie or anything, I don't know if half the people listening would have no, known who they were. Have. I didn't. <laughs> Can you say them again? Jeremy Gray and John Beckwith. I had no clue that was their names, to be honest with you. I've seen that movie like a hundred times. What a daggum good What movie. a true fan. Nice call, man. Could you say that they're equally as epic in movies like The Internship? Like when you put those two together, it's the similar components of the Farrell and the and the Riley. They're good together, but it doesn't get any better. Yeah, that set the bar. That's a very high bar. I mean, and and their type of humor is is right up my alley as as opposed to some of the Will Farrell and John C. Riley stuff. They're funny, but it it, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn is just a little bit more my speed. I got you because they go to like weddings and crash them and funerals and such. Yes. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Hey, here we go. Number one. My number one's off the grid again, man. We got slot machines and people smoking cigarettes. I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> what? Um, but was uh, like... <laughs> what a, what a duo though. Right. I mean, you get a, you get a Vegas right now. You pop in the flamingo. There's no doubt. <laughs> You got no one was going to be surprised if that's what you were going with. For your I family. thought it was Netflix and chill. Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Is it? I Again, I don't even subscribe to Netflix. I don't Milk know. and cookies. Yep. No, my, my number one has been mentioned already. And honestly, I'm surprised it's not on everybody's list. It was Jordan Pippen. That was my era of the NBA. Just iconic duo. Six championships, six and zero. Oh, Jordan in the Pippen news. I had no idea. You know, Colin's breaking. You know, TMZ may hear about that, Colin, and call you to to interview you on that one. But yeah, that is fascinating. Anyway, I think Walt Abdullah hey, said it about four hours ago. Whatever. Hey, I, <laughs> he's got to do his own research. That's right. Hey, I did come across this though. Pretty funny fact. I was looking up some NBA nicknames, and uh, do y'all have a clue what Scottie Pippen's nickname was? All right. Not a clue. So apparently when the Bulls players would go out and have some dinner somewhere, Scottie Pippen would not leave tips, which is shady and pretty sorry if that's true. But it was vastly underpaid. But his nickname, but his nickname became No Tippin' Pippin'. About that. Oh, that's pretty good. No (laughs) tippin' pippin'. No tippin' pippin'. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, but anyways, number one, Jordan Pippen. I mean, worldwide known Olympic champions, NBA champions, NBA All-Star MVPs, NBA Final MVPs, defensive MVPs. I mean, we could go on and on and on, just just winners as well. So, let's do a quick review on these. Christian, your number five duo was Harry and Lloyd for Dumb and Dumber. Number four, you had Walter White and Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Number three, Corey Matthews and his boy Sean. Number two, you had Brennan, Brennan Huff and Dale Doback. Did I say that correctly? Yes, sir. You got Brennan it. Huff and Dale Doback. And number one, you had John Dorian and Christopher <laughs> Turk from Scrubs. Uh, milk and Cookies is better, according to Colin. <laughs> All right, Brant, number five, you had Brendan Huff and Dale Doback as well. Number four, Outcast. Number three, you had Pardon My Take, the duo from Pardon My Take on the podcast. Number two, Dave Chappelle and Charlie Murphy. Number one, Shaq and Kobe. Colin, number five, you had Jordan and Pippen. Number four, Brooks and Dunn. Number three, Tim and Al 
from Home Improvement. Number two, you had Andy and Barney from the Andy Griffith Show. And number one, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson from Wedding Crashers. And then coming at number five for me, Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider together. Number four, Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. Number three, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Number two, Milk and Cookies. And number one, we have Jordan and Pippin. I knew the duos was going to be all over the place. No cartoons. I was thinking Beavis and Butthead. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bert and Ernie, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. Um, I like that. <clears throat> you guys, I never no, watched Ren and Stimpy. No superheroes. I know you guys don't love superheroes, but Batman and Robin had to cross everyone's mind. I can't believe research, it right? didn't didn't come up, really. Hey, my number six, if we had six, was going to be Harry and Lloyd, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. You right out. You know, on our pre-show, we talked about possibly having one duo that is on everybody's list. I mean, what, what were y'all thinking? I thought it was going to be Jordan Pippen. It was on my list of 10. Um, I think I'm really, brothers. really surprised brothers, that yeah. there was no other Wedding Crashers picks. Yeah, That was a good um, pick, man. You just that kind of pulled that one out. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. It's a good good pick, though. It deserves a number one ranking. What That's about what Farley and Spade? About. Even though Farley and Spade only had like two yeah, movies together man. before they two died, movies, name yeah. a better movie duo than yeah. that. Mm. Man, didn't I'm, even cross my mind again. That. I didn't cross. Didn't my cross mind. my mind until you said Sandler and uh, and Schneider, which was like definitely off the grid. I, I thought that like, was a good pick too. Multiple <laughs> movies. I, I I wasn't even thinking in that way. I like I'm, that pick. I'm really shocked that Colin or Brant did not pick Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. That's a good one. They seem like a just classic duo growing up yeah. together. Yeah. What about uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco or something? Ooh. Oh, yeah. That would have been oh, good. That's a good. That's a good duo. And maybe, maybe even John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. On that's a good one. Yeah. Or Zac Efron and his six pack abs. Um, <laughs> you know, Kevin, when he you started talking, milk. <laughs> yeah. When you started talking about uh, oh Edward Vetter, I thought you were going to say Eddie Vetter and Chris Cornell. Oh, that would have been a good gosh. one. Oh, man. Rest in peace. Tease and peace. Tease and peas. Tease and peas. Man. Or uh, I was going to say Tucker Carlson and Colin Thompson. <laughs> oh, that's a duo, man. <laughs> that is a duo. That's a duo. Addison Cawthorn and Brent Vest. Oh, gosh. 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got any closing thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Good night, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, once again, once again, we do want to give a big shout out to tonight's episode sponsor, Greenfish Guide Company. Give those guys a call. Nick and Tyler Thompson, successful tournament fishers on Lake Hartwell, Lake Kiwi, Lake Joe Cassie. Give them a call. They will put you on some big fish, man. Fall is one of the best times to go largemouth bass fishing. Give them a call, 864-508-4241. Also find them on Facebook and Instagram. And just on behalf of Colin, Brant, and Christian, we look forward to doing it again next week for episode number 44. We'll see you then. Say goodnight, Kevin. Kevin.